At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Betting Across America brought to you by BetMGM rolling along. Mallshaw. To my left, I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. A mall. We have some baseball coming up in the next hour, but we might as well update you right now on what's going on in the current games in Major League Baseball. And let's start with the one that's furthest along and the one that you've, you have had your eye on. And look at... Jordan Lyles, just an elite pitcher, apparently. He's thrown five shutout innings for Baltimore today. And the Orioles, who really a disheartening loss for the Orioles last night, Buxton, a walk-off homer to salvage victory from the jaws of defeat from, from Minnesota. Orioles up 3 nothing. Baltimore's minus 550 live right now. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Minnesota's going to be able to get on track. You mentioned they had the one run through eight innings, and then Buxton on about a three-quarter swing goes yard last night. I mean, that was unbelievable that he was able to hit that ball so hard. Missed an opportunity with Buxton on uh, up at the plate with runners on second and third. Nobody out. Couldn't cash that in. But nice job by the Orioles so far. Really dominating this game. I think they're heading towards the sixth inning. Might be the seventh here. So, so far, this game was delayed due to uh, rain delay early on. Sonny Gray on the bump has struggled a little bit. But you mentioned it. Jordan Lyles getting Buxton and Correa on strikeouts to uh, get out of the jam in the second or, th- or the third inning there. Again, Minnesota leads the AL Central. But... Amal, I know you have a ticket on them to win that division. Are you sitting here, even even though they're in first place heading into four, in 4th of July weekend, with the Guardians looming behind them and the White Sox at some point, we're still assuming that the White Sox will get hot at some point and make this interesting. Are you feeling confident in your Minnesota bed right now? No, I'm not, but i got to tell you, Jeff, my concern is not Chicago. It's the Guardians. It's the Guardians, yeah. for sure, because when you look at it, first of all, the Twins right now, uh, 36 losses. The Guardians with 35 losses. But the Guardians still have to play six additional games. Now, they did play one that made up for yesterday. They went seven games behind in terms of number of games not played. Uh, they make up with the doubleheader. They've got a doubleheader on Monday against the Tigers. They've got another one coming up. I mean, these guys are going to be playing games left and right. And, then you know, what used to drive me nuts, Jeff, when a team wouldn't play the one full 62 in baseball. Right. They play, I'm like, why do you guys wait to make up this game? You know, this is one where they want to both gate revenues from the Yankees coming in today. They played at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern, and then they've got a game for 6 o'clock on television. They got both games through. Um, I wish they would do a better job of getting these games squeezed in because you look at the Guardians. They're going to play the Royals, Tigers, Twins, and White Sox 
about 45 times now over the next three months. Well, that's a good way to make up ground in the division, it right? It really is, especially against the Tigers and Royals. Well, and, and you mentioned it earlier in the show. Forget that the Tigers stink. Yeah. The Guardians, that, that Cleveland organization has owned them over the last five years. Completely oh, owned them. I mean, it has been a horrific performance for the Guardi- I mean, for the Tigers against the Guardians. Uh, but this is an interesting series here for the Guardians because tonight you got Nasty Nestor on the mound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised they didn't start him in the daytime, Jeff, because of his success. If you look at his ERA in day games, far superior to night games. So I thought they might go with him. Garrett Cole gives up two runs early, and then it was all Yankees the rest of the way there. If you're the Bombers, you feel pretty good, but you like your chances to be able to sweep the doubleheader here. As Cole went six innings, gives up just three hits. On the flip side, McCarty got the start, and I think it's going to be Savali in the second game. And he's got an ERA that looks pretty good. Uh if you're an anti-Guardians fan, <laughs> 7.2. No, he's a, he, he was a guy who was pretty good the last few yeah. years, just having an off year so far. This is, you know, you know, Ma, I just want to flip this to the Yankees real quick because the Yankees, after the win this afternoon, are 57-21. and 57-21 and 21 in 78 games. The... Toronto Blue Jays are having a, a solidly good season. Yeah. They're 10 games over 500. And are, after losing to Tampa earlier in the day, McClanahan was amazing yeah. for Tampa. They're 13 games back at 10 games over 500 on July 2nd. This is, again, you mentioned earlier, Houston was two blown saves away from sweeping four in the Bronx and sweeping eight straight against the New York teams. Even though the Yankees' record is that sparkly and that insanely good of all, I'm at the point after watching them these last 10 days where I actually would say in a series, if we get the Houston Yankee ALCS, we all want. Yeah. We're going to get Houston at a plus price, and that is going to be a really good betting opportunity to take a shot on the Astros in an ALCS, assuming everyone is healthy. Okay, real quick, I want to ask you. Yeah. JV versus Cole. Who's the edge? I would rather have Verlander. Same here. Yeah. Framber Valdez versus Cortez or versus uh, Severino or anyone else you want to throw for the Yankees. So so here's what here's what I'll say with this. It's a little more coin flippy yeah. than I think some would say, but I would be a slightest advantage to Houston. I would agree with you. Yeah. And I think the one weak spot you can point to, not completely, is the bullpen area for Houston. Yeah. That's the one concern I would have. But I got to tell you, Jeff, I, I think Houston's got a great shot to go back to the World Series yep. once again. And, and I, I think the Yankees, one concern I have a little bit of is in the postseason, could they hit that lull? You know, Derek Jeter used to say it all the time, and he's so right about this. It's not the best team that wins. It's the hottest team in the postseason that wins. And you mentioned this Yankees team. They're on pace for 117 wins. That would beat that the Mar- Mariners. Yep, 2001 M's. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking back to the, your Mets, the 86 Mets, a little bit before your time, but the 86 Mets won the division by, I think, what, like 21 games against the Phillies? 21 and a half because the Phillies didn't play that 162. And uh, <laughs> so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say they won the game. So the Mets won the division by 21 games. I don't know if the Bombers are going to be able to win this division by 21. Uh, still the best start I've ever seen was the 84 Tigers at 35 and 5. Uh, but the Yankees, the way they're playing, they just continue to sizzle. And then, look, I I really do hope we end up with that ALCS We where we want. We want Houston. We want the Yankees. That's the series we want. Sorry for people out there that have Boston tickets or Toronto tickets or Minnesota, whatever. That's the series we all want to see. Is To me, those are the two best teams in baseball, the Yankees and the Astros. The NL teams, the Dodgers have starting pitching issues with Bueller out, even though Gonsolin is the least talked about yeah. undefeated pitcher at this point in the year ever, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the lineup has had some weird things. Mookie's still out with that rib right. injury. I think he'll be back on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, the uh, the two NL East teams, as good as I think they are, they're not quite as good as the Yankees and the Astros are. Um, and I, I, the Brewers and the Cardinals aren't on those levels either. I would agree with you. I would go. I think the American League. There's a tremendous separation between New York and uh, H- New York and Houston compared to everybody else. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think in the National League, I would go Dodgers one, Mets two. Uh, I would look. I would go St. Louis three, Padres four, Milwaukee. I'm sorry, Atlanta five, Milwaukee, Milwaukee six. six. Yeah, I, I would. I'd flip Atlanta up to three, but then the rest of that order is fine with me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem if you do that. I, yeah. I think the Braves are very good. I just think that 
when you look at Goldie and Arenado and the defense that St. Louis has, and if Flaherty comes back healthy, this team becomes really dangerous. Helsley gave up a two-run homer to the Marlins. That's his ninth hit he's given up on the year. Yeah. I mean, this guy's been ridiculous. So for me, I, I think St. Louis can be dangerous, but I, I got no qualms. I still think the Dodgers have tremendous separation between themselves and everyone else. But the Mets are still holding the ace-king of spades. I mean, they've got ace-king suited here with DeGrom and Scherzer yet to come back. I think this team really gets on track. And then you go out and get a bat, watch out. Yeah, well, and the two things the Mets need, they need they need a DH bat. Yep. Even if it's Josh Bell, that might be enough. And then you need... You don't have enough strikeouts in the lineup? No, well, again, there's they are striking out less than they have in the past, which is actually good. And they need help at the back end of the bullpen. Even though Edwin Diaz yeah. has probably been the best closer in the National League so far this year, him and Hayter, one, two, whatever order you I got, want to I got go Helsley with. up there from St. Louis. Helsley's in there, too. Yeah. Like you said, only nine hits allowed yeah. the whole year. But they need help at the back end of the uh, uh, the bullpen. It's going to really be fascinating because that whole NL race, Amal, I'm going to, even though the Phillies are technically still in it, at some point, not having Harper's going going to hurt them this month. Oh, there's no question and, about and, it. And you look at the, the other teams, you have seven legitimately good teams that all could win 90 games fighting for six spots. Don't you think in the American League, it's hard to pick a team outside of the Astros and the Yankees to win the, the uh, CS? I, you, uh, can't. I, you can't. You can't. But in the National League, if you sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to take a shot with Burns and Milwaukee, fine. That would be my least favorite pick of the teams. But if you say Mets, you say Braves, you say Cardinals, Dodgers, um, Padres with Manny and Tatis when they're completely healthy with Musgrove the way he's pitched, I don't think any of those teams are out of the possibility. I, I would even throw the Giants in there if the number gets gets high enough, yeah. if, it, if it drifts enough. I think they probably are Team 7. I'm not that high on Milwaukee, but the thing is when you I'm have that you. front line starting pitching – you can survive and, and destroy bad teams like they have basically for the last four years. Yeah, my reasoning for Milwaukee is, is is similar to yours. I don't really believe in Milwaukee, but they play the Reds and the Pirates and the Cubs so often. Yeah, and they destroy you're just gonna, them all. Yeah, you're going to yeah. pick up wins. I mean, yesterday, what they score, 19? Yeah, that kid's still throwing pitches in the eighth inning for Pittsburgh. But no, you know, it's it's it really is different than what we are used to in the past because we always thought the American League had depth. Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. Where you you have one division, like I really don't think any of those teams in the AL Central can win a playoff series. I agree. Other with than you. that best of three. They can't win a best of five against anyone else. But are we really buying the Red Sox? Are we really buying them? Are we buying Tampa, who seems to be worse than they usually are this year? I, I appreciate the point of view you're giving, but I would counter with this. McClanahan's been the best pitcher in the American League. Him and Verlander, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Mac has been outstanding. Uh, ERA under two. Uh, Boston's got three hitters in that middle of the lineup, and Trevor Story's not even hitting consistently, who are 300 hitters in Xander, uh, J.D., and, of course, Rafael Devers. I-, I think Boston, with their offensive capabilities, Pavetta's been good so far this year, and I think Toronto, with the talent that they have, if Berrios can get on track, I-, I don't think it's as much of a slam dunk. I get your point on the depth, but I think because the way the Yankees are playing, the depth is being overshadowed a little bit in the American League East. And I think the one other thing that we have to keep in mind here, remember, new playoff format now. Six teams, top two division winners get the bye. It'll be very interesting to see how betting markets for the division series are impacted on how pitchers are had to be used in the wild card best of three series, which Toronto and Tampa are probably going to have to be in. Yeah. We can continue this discussion on the other side. Also, too, we got more from Across the Pond in Wimbledon. That's next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. Betting Jam is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522. 4,700. It is betting across America. I'm Jeff Parles. Amal Shah alongside. Amal, you, uh, you're a big golf guy, as we know. You're a big golf guy. Golf and UFC. Can't yes. get enough of either. Can't get enough of it. Just a quick golf update before we, uh, we get to uh, something you do love, though, in tennis. Yeah. JT Poston's lead is down to one. Oh, wow. Scott Stallings, a shot behind a 64. Uh, Kelly Bidlin's loving that. He has stallings this week in and out, right? So post to know one shot ahead. He's on 17 uh, ahead of stallings, and that sure looks like that's going to be your final pairing tomorrow there at the John Deere Classic. Poston, again, was plus 115 this morning with a four-shot lead, so he'll be a little bit longer tomorrow uh, going into the final round. Let's uh, quickly go over to Wimbledon. Our, our producer, Elliot Ballman, Actually got some updated futures odds for us in this segment, so that's good. But Amal, as we know, the big news of the day on the women's side, Iga Swiatek is gone. Yeah, absolutely. I think this opens up the draw for one of the players you have owned, Shabur, and for myself with Simona Halep. I thought Halep was dangerous having won Wimbledon in 2019. Both players with a great opportunity. Jabor, if you've never seen her play, Probably the best drop shot on either side, men's or women's. Unbelievable in terms of what she's able to do. Uh, uh, now, Jeff, I, I'm surprised though she's so short at two to one. How about Harmony Tan at sixteen to one? <laughs> Boy, she wow. w- she went through Katie Bolter pretty easily yeah. today. I tell you the one that I like right now when you're looking at some numbers here, Jeff. Paula Bedosa eleven to one. Elena Ribikina at twelve to one. I think both these can be dangerous. Ribikina with a good serve. You know, she's a bigger, she's about six feet tall. Good power. could be very dangerous here. But Dosa goes up against Halep tomorrow. Or excuse me, that's Monday. So you'll be going head to head on your uh, potentially there, uh, Maul. Yeah, absolutely. Are we, are we down to now, um, what are we, eight, eight down to the, we're round of 16 or where are we at? Yeah, we're round, round of 16. 16. Yep. Okay, so still a long way to go. Still four matches to be won. Uh, that That's not as simple as it seems. But when you look at the odds, they've really shifted and, I tell you, some decent players were some good long shots here. I had Andrescu as well, twenty-five to one. She bowed out pretty quickly, but Halep, uh, I still feel pretty good about her. And you got to feel good about Jabor now, the betting favorite. Yeah, no, I I, I feel pretty good about that Jabor one. Uh, in retrospect, I wish I took a little more on it, but that would probably mean that Jabor will go out in the next round if I had <laughs> taken a little more on it. Well, uh, Amal, uh, the men's side, yeah. obviously during our show, 
Uh, Nick Kyrgios in an epic four-setter over Sissipas knocks him out. Uh, other results today, Taylor Fritz knocks out Mokan, straight sets. Brandon Nakashima, who's going to get Kyrgios next, straight sets over uh, a qualifier. Uh, Bostic van de Schoep knocks out uh, Richard Gasquet. Uh, Kubler knocks out Sock. Uh, yeah. Serbot Jack Sock is gone, but... Again, all, and uh, Rafa Nadal, of course, uh, beats Sinago in uh, straight sets. But all roads go through Novak here, as we know. He's now up to a, being a $2 favorite in the outrights here, Amal. Yeah, no surprise there. You know, if he gets through this next match, which I expect him to, he's waiting, uh, awaiting Sinner or Alcaraz. And then uh, you look at the rest of that draw there on his side there. You got David Goffin, uh, Francis Tiafo, Cam Nori, and Tommy Paul. Uh, I think when you look at the semifinal matchup, Jeff, he's got to feel pretty good about his chances. And then you've got Nadal, Fritzy, uh, Kyrgios. Uh, Kyrgios, look, I got to tell you, Nick Kyrgios, when you look at it right now, he's got a legitimate shot to get to the Wimbledon final. Because even as well as Rafa's played this year, coming into this tournament at 30-3, and three, would Nick serve on grass? Rafa has not won at Wimbledon since 2010. This is an incredible opportunity for him. Kyrgios' last win against the top five player in a Grand Slam before today was when he upset Nadal a yep. few years back. So there is history of Kyrgios beating Nadal in Wimbledon. Well, look, he's got Nakashima, Brandon the Young American, about 20 or 21 years old. I like him, but I just don't think... I think he's just out. Not ready yet, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's potentially bringing a knife to a gunfight. And when you look at what Nick can do on serve, think about this. Sitsipas, you know, one of the top five, six players in the world, he had some breakpoint opportunities as the match progressed, Jeff, but the reality of it, it was uh, he couldn't break serve one time and give Kyrgios credit in terms of he was able to fend off five breakpoints, four of those in the third set, but through the first three sets, only faces one breakpoint. And really what was most impressive with him, 22 for 22 on service games one. Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, hey, look, uh, again, the, the talent has never been the issue for Kyrgios. Never been. It's all between the ears. It's always been between the ears. Well, it reminds me of one of my favorite movies of all time, a top five in my opinion, Goodwill Hunting. He goes, he goes, you got, you know, he's talking about his talent. He goes, hey, you don't owe it to yourself. He goes, you, you owe it to us, guys like me. <laughs> you know, and it's I, I agree with him on that one. And by the way, Nick had 31 unforced errors, but 61 winners today really did a tremendous job, including 14 aces. Incredible performance. Uh, again, knocking out a uh, Stefano Sissipas earlier in the day. Uh, of course, uh, we mentioned Novak. Uh, if you want to go on the other side and take uh, Timmy Van Rijthoven, who, again, coming completely out of left field, winning that tournament in the Netherlands where he totally smoked Ned Medvedev in the final, which was interesting. Beat uh, uh, Auger Aliassime in that tournament. Beat Fritz as well. Uh, if you want Van Rijthoven, you can get as high as 12 to 1 if you want to go for the all time stunner there, Amal. Yeah. I, uh, you're going to say no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> and, uh, I like that you read my mind on that one. I would look at the number of games if you want to take a shot with him here. Um, I, I think this is Novak's. I, I got to tell you, there are three players for me right now uh, Kyrgios, uh, Nadal, and Novak. They've got to be sit there, sitting here saying, you know what? Especially Novak and, and Rafa. This is my tournament to win. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, th th they've got to take advantage of it. So many of the bigger names that you would see potentially, not that Medvedev is a great grass court player. He hates the grass. But you look at people that are potential threats, they're just not there. By the way, Van Rijthoven at BetMGM, plus seven and a half okay. games, minus 115. So you've got to win. You've got to win 10 games. Boy, Jeff. It's close. See, here's the problem. A lot of it's predicated upon when you're serving. Who wins the coin toss and who serves first? Because then if Novak breaks, you're thinking, okay, it could be a 6-3 in that set. You've got to avoid the 6-1, 6-2 set to be able right. to really get through on this one. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Are you, are you giving Yannick Sinner any chance against Alcaraz tomorrow? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think Sinner's got a great shot here. Uh, I haven't seen the price on this matchup so, yet. So BetMGM has Sinner at plus 210. Oh, I would look at Sinner at that price. I think it's a little bit high on the grass. Look, I get Alcaraz is the better clay court player, but Yannick Sinner, this is a guy who's had tremendous success in his career. Alcaraz has beaten him twice in his career. First time at Paris Indoor Hard Courts, and then the second time on clay. But on grass, uh, Sinner, he can be effective here. I, I mean, not saying it's his best surface, but I think Sinner at that price. I would not lay Alcaraz here. 
Alcaraz again, uh, minus 275 if you're laying the price with Carlitos uh, against Yannick Sinner, the Italian, at plus 210 on the other side. The only other bigger, the only other match in the morning uh, that we have uh, numbers on that I'm seeing is uh, Cam Nori and Tommy Paul. Not much of a shock. Uh, the Brit Nori minus 190 at Bet MGM. Not a bad price. Uh, I can make a case for Paul here, but this is going to be a crowd favorite. Cam Nori, interesting story. South African born. Goes under the Union Jack and went to school at TCU in Fort Worth. Oh, there you go. You, did you cover him when you were? Uh, I, I did the not. Taxes? Thank God I wasn't covering tennis back then because it would have been pretty brutal on those hot, hard courts <laughs> out in Fort Worth with about 95 degrees and about 60% humidity. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. That sounds like a, a lot of fun. <laughs> by the, by the way, you gave me some bad memories um, t- covering TCU, but I got to tell you, one of the all time top five smoke shows I've ever seen in my life was a TCU basketball game. <laughs> Well, I they, they can't 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 uh, can't be too surprised on that one there, yeah. Maul, uh to say there. Uh, quick baseball updates, real quick here before we uh, go to actually some college football talk, which I know is going to make them all very happy. I get in the a ball start day. on that one with me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep you on side here uh, for the next uh, mi- minute plus here. Uh, but but in baseball, real quick, that Cardinals five nothing lead is already down to five three. Yeah. As we play in the uh, bottom of the third inning, uh, Eduardo Escobar just hit a homer to cut the Rangers lead down to 5-3. That's two homers in two days for Escobar. That's a welcome sign for someone who has had a struggle this year at the dish. He has, but I got to tell you, Jeff, I like him a lot. He's a guy that's had some clutch hits throughout his career. He's a, you know, you go bottom of the lineup, especially where he's generally going to be batting six, seven, or eight. I think he could be effective in that spot. It's a professional hitter. Yeah, absolutely. The reason he's he, he, he's hit his uh, 10 years of service time in Major League Baseball, got that earlier in the year. Uh, how about the Pirates ahead of the Brewers, 4-2 to two in the fifth inning? So Bryce Wilson telling us, take that, betters. <laughs> well, you know, also I'd counter it by saying he gets to play that Brew Crew offense. Yeah, that, they got tired from scoring so much yesterday. Also, the Braves leading the Reds 1-0. One of the oddest double plays you'll ever see because of a late check swing strike call by Laz Diaz at first base in that game happened. But Atlanta already up 1-0 in the fourth inning. College football talk coming your way next. There's Stadium Swim at Circa here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Betting Across America. See, I was the one who made the false start there, Amal. See, you were so concerned about overexcitement for college football, but uh, we'll throw the flag on me there. Jeff Parles, Amal Shah here, Betting Across America. Uh, Holden Kushner and James Salinas follow us today here on the network on Bet Center. But Amal, as you said to Elliot, our producer, Finally, get some college football talk yeah. uh, as we're six and a half weeks, six, excuse me, seven weeks away from week zero. We're getting close. I think so. I haven't really looked at the week zero schedule. You get n- n- Northwestern and in, Nebraska in and Ireland. Dublin. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's a hot bet game. of college football. But uh, hey, look, uh, when you got to eat. when you got to make a trip like that, you got to do it, especially for a conference game, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, we, we, we'll get to the Big Ten in, in, in a few minutes, but. You said this earlier, because we'll just look at the, the flat-out win-the-title odds, and you seem to be in the camp of a lot of people here. Even though Georgia's the second-betting favorite at BetMGM, Alabama's your favorite at plus 140, Georgia's at plus 275, Ohio State at plus 450. You're in the camp with a lot of people that this is Crimson Tide and Buckeyes and then a big old drop-off to everybody else. I would bet Alabama and Ohio State to win the national title, and then I would come back with Ohio State um, well, sorry, uh, you're finding Alabama's plus 190, you're still going to make money. But I'm going to tell you right now, I, I, I think, Jeff, when you look at it, Georgia's probably going to go undefeated during the regular season. Right. But they are still head and shoulders below uh, Alabama and Ohio State this year. Well, we'll see it in Atlanta, as we know. Yep. That's I think it's pretty safe as long, until Saban decides to hang it up that – Alabama and Georgia will play every single year now in Atlanta, unless if Florida takes a big leap forward at some point, which I don't think you can assume. Well, I'll tell you, pay attention to Texas A&M in 2023. Okay. They recruited six of the top 10 defensive linemen in college uh, in high school football last year. They brought in a tremendous recruiting class last year. So if that pays off, 
We'll, we'll see what happens. Shot. Yeah, they have a shot. But still, when you look at Alabama, what they have, the talent, and then uh, to me, this is going to be a team that you really look at and say, hey, they've got a shot. Even if either Ohio State or uh, Alabama suffers an injury at the quarterback position, I, I don't think it's going to matter that much. Now, they won't be able to win as easily. But uh, you, to me, when you look at J- Jalen Milrow behind Bryce Young, this kid is unbelievable. I love his talent. He's going to be an absolute beast. Um I think it's going to be a real challenge for anybody else to knock these guys off their perch. I think the Crimson Tide run through the SEC and run through Georgia and make a run to the playoff. The rest of that board again that, that we have at BetMGM, Clemson's a twelve to one. I don't know how you can bet them after what we saw a year ago, where they should be better. You would expect, but still, twelve to one's not long enough for me. And then anything other than those top four, like A&M's not ready yet. USC's way too short at 20 to 1. I agree. And in Oklahoma at 35 to 1, we have no clue what Venables is going to be. We have no idea. I, I agree with you. Let, let's start real quickly with Georgia. I don't like um, uh, Stetson Bennett, the quarterback. They lost too much on defense. I know you know everyone's going to say they reload, but you know what? You don't replace that many draft picks that easily. I mean, people always like to point to that, but you know what? Bama hasn't won the national title for 12 consecutive years. Right. And and so the same thing would apply to Georgia here. Uh, you mentioned Clemson. I'll tell you what my bigger concern with them is losing Venables on the defense. I think when you look at Dabo Sweeney's career at Clemson, it coincides with the arrival of Venables and the success they've had. I think there's going to be a drop-off. But again, Brian Brzee, uh, Miles Murphy, this team defensively should be elite. I think they're going to win the ACC. Uh you mentioned uh, USC odds are too short. You're not winning anything with Haynes King at quarterback, and you're not winning anything with Max Johnson under center. Jimbo better go get a quarterback, or people are going to realize real quick he can't develop quarterbacks because you had Kellen Mond, who was pedestrian for too long in College Station. SC, again, I mentioned two short odds. AM not good enough to win it. Oklahoma's defense will be vastly improved under Venables, um, but the question is, can the recruiting offensively be sustained? That's the big question mark I have. Well, and also you brought up Venables, of course. Tony Elliott's not there in Clemson anymore. That's not that much of a drop. Okay. Just just bringing it up. Yeah, it's I, it's I always, always the two the two guys that everyone has thought, oh, maybe it's just because he's had a great offensive assistant and a great defensive assistant behind they, him. I would agree with you there. Um, but to me, the one thing I'd pay attention to in, in Clemson is DJ Uyunglele. I don't think he's going to be the starter by the middle of the season, even if this team is undefeated. Who do you think? I think it's going to be Cade Klubnik. Klubnik's the number one recruit at the quarterback position coming out of Austin Westlake. I like him a lot. I think he's going to fit right in very easily. And I I would not be surprised. I could be dead wrong, but I think Uwe Ungalale might be on the transfer block by the end of the season. He was horrific last year. No, he he was bad. I mean, again, again, we're dealing with an ACC that was won by Pitt last year. Like that's that that's what happened. That that's what happened. Like again, we we will look back probably, assuming if Clemson gets back on the saddle yeah. again, and say what in the world happened in twenty twenty one? How did how how did uh how how did the Pitt Panthers win the ACC? No quarterback play Clemson. That was it. I mean, no, it, I, I, of yeah. course, no. I mean, yeah. but it was so horrific. You know, they open up with Georgia Tech and Mercedes Benz. They're going to roll over them. Then they've got Furman. Always tough when you got to play the Paladins in basketball. But, you know, in football, no shot here. Throw out the record books. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Louisiana Tech, now they go to Wake Forest. That'll be interesting because the Deeks have done a nice job, but how effective will they be? NC State's a revenge game. Um, the schedule works out well. They go to South Bend, but they've got a bye before they play them, and then they've got the Hurricanes coming to Clemson. So I like their schedule. Over-unders 10.5 here. I lean towards the over, even if they drop the game in South Bend. What, what are your thoughts on Notre Dame going into this year? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, their first game of the year is going to be tough. They open in Columbus against the Buckeyes. But more importantly, yeah. remember this, Jeff. Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator for Ohio State, was the D.C. at Oklahoma State. The last game he had was against Notre Dame. They did a tremendous job of adjusting in the second half and shut down the Irish. I think Notre Dame is going to be an interesting team. I think you're looking at 10-2, and 9-3 and three for the Irish. But I think they've got a bad opener, especially against an Ohio State team. Number one in scoring offense last year. Yeah, you lose Olave and Wilson, no problem. You got uh, Julian Fleming, obviously Jackson Smith and Jigba, Mecca Egbugan, Marvin Harrison Jr. This offense is going to flourish. And look for Travion Henderson to have a huge year at the tailback position. As always, never an easy schedule at Notre Dame. Nope. You have to play at North Carolina in one of those ACC share games. BYU, they play here in Vegas in the Shamrock Series. Yeah. 
They'll have to go to SC the final week of the season. That's it's a difficult schedule. And of course, as you said, a brutal, brutal draw to open the season, having not only having to play Ohio State, yeah. but having to do it in the shoe. In the shoe at night. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be loud. It might be the loudest it's ever been in the shoe, or at least got to go back a number of years. Because last year, uh, I don't know if it was a little bit of COVID or what have you, but they were not selling out, which is the first time in a long time the Buckeyes were not selling out. So this year, though, high expectations. Probably open the season number two in the preseason poll. I really expect Ohio State and Alabama to maintain Bama one, Ohio State two throughout the course of the season. Now, here's my personal theory. I don't care if Georgia lost every player on the team, including the coaching staff and everybody. If you're the defending champions, you should always open preseason number one. I don't have a problem with that. As long as, as long as it's not, uh, you know what? I agree to it a point. If you were the one where basically, let's say, Alabama wins the last year that Saban that Saban coaches. Yeah. And Saban says, you know what, I'm done. Yeah. That would be the one scenario where I'm not in the same camp as you. I hear what you're saying. For me, it doesn't matter. I, I think if you're the defending champion, you're always number one until you're knocked off the perch. That's my argument. I, I think okay. even if Kirby Smart said, I'm walking out tomorrow, blah, 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 I'm taking every player with me, and they've got a bunch of walk-ons, they better be number one in the first week, and then you can put them at number two in week two or whatever uh, you want to well, put them after and then, that. Uh, after, uh, after Furman uh, <laughs> yeah. gives them a tough game, you go from there. Uh, Amal, let, let's quickly look at the Heisman market, and then yeah. we'll actually we'll continue that on the flip side. C.J. Stroud is your betting favorite at BetMGM, which not much of a shock, two to one. Bryce Young, plus 350, Caleb Williams, eight to one. Everyone else north of 10 to one. It's just very difficult, as we know, to win back-to-back. Yeah, I, I think Bryce Young would have to have a, such a spectacular year to win it. And the reality of it is, if um, if Bigsby doesn't go out of bounds uh, in the Auburn game, I don't even know if he wins the Heisman. We know Alabama's not in the uh, not in the playoff. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Brian Harson and the bad coaching. But oh, you know, you ma- you mentioned Stroud at two to one, Bryce at three and a half to one. I don't particularly like either of these guys because the price is too too short. Um, th- that's the one issue I have. I will tell you on that list of six. The most talented and most exciting player on that list was Bijan Robinson at 20 to 1. But running backs just don't win this award anymore. And the other problem is, Jeff, this award goes to teams that are in the top five. You're not, you're not saying Texas is going to be in the top five? I am not. <laughs> they got the Crimson Tide coming to Austin in the second weekend in September. Should be a heck of a football game. I wish I was getting more on on Caleb Williams at USC. I wish I was getting more at 8 to 1. Because. If USC goes 11 and 1 and wins the Pac 12 and makes the playoff, then you actually have a shot of getting a Caleb Williams ticket home. Well, now, the problem is, I don't think they're going 11 and 1. They close out the season against Notre Dame in, in the Coliseum. And then also, remember, they got to go to Utah. Can they win against the Utes? Well, we know the answer to that for a few years. The answer is a definitive no. Yeah, it's been a, been a definitive no. I will say this. I wish a wide receiver could actually win this award because Jackson Smith in, in Jigma at 30-1, to 1, I wish I was getting more on that price, but even with how great those guys in the NFL are now, he might have been their best wide receiver by the end of the year. Agreed. So I wish I was getting more than 30-1. to 1. More college football talk to wrap up our day here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager on at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at 20 different MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on BetMGM. Sign up today at BetMGM, log on, and get the bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is betting across America. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Amal Shah. We're wrapping things up here. Bet Center is next with Holden Kushner and James Salinas, both from the state of Colorado. We're going. We're going whole, whole mountain time zone next. Them all. Very nice. See, 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 there we go. We're super excited for those guys coming up right after us for the next four hours, leading of course into the Greg Peterson experience. Ending your night as always here on a Saturday here on vsin uh just back to the heisman trophy uh odds real quick before we dive further in to some more college football talk them all we, we talked about it at, going into the break jackson smith and jigba is at 30 to 1 now it is unbelievably difficult for a wide receiver to win this award but yeah. if you gave me 45 to 1, 50 to 1, I would consider putting a little bit of a bet on that. Yeah, the reason I don't think he can win it is, first of all, you're going to look at the success of C.J. Stroud being directly attributable to Smith and Jigba, unless he does like a Nebraska where he peels off a couple of long runs. The other thing is Devontae Smith was returning punts and also use him on jet sweeps, and I don't think you'll see that with as much with Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's just not quite his game. Uh, But, you know, I got to tell you, Jeff, we were talking about this before we went to commercial. I don't get into the Heisman as much anymore because – it has become such a front-running award to the quarterback of the team that's top two, three, four, five, six in the country instead of the, the most outstanding player in college football. I think there's several years where you could have pointed to other players. The year Baker Mayfield won it, I thought Lamar should have gone back-to-back. He actually had a better year than he did when he won the Heisman. Um, so it's just become a bit of a popularity contest. The only other one, if you're going off the board, Will Anderson 30-1? to one? Hard for a defensive player. To well, win. when Charles Woodson won in 97, they won the national title. Not only did he have, a, he had a punt return for a touchdown against Ohio State in a crucial game. That was a one verse four. They won 20 to 14. Michigan did. Uh, he also had, if you have never seen it, go back and watch the interception Charles Woodson had in East Lansing, Michigan. In my opinion, the greatest interception I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was unbelievable. One-handed stab on the sideline by Woodson. Still don't even know how he picked it and got a foot down. I I just think Will Anderson is going to accumulate sacks 
but it doesn't appear to be as sexy as interceptions. And then you've got to have that special teams cachet that Charles Woodson had. No, I look, it's very hard for a defensive player to win that award as we know. Well, would, well, Will Anderson last year did not win. Was it the Bednarik or, or something like that? The Nagurski. And it went to Aiden Hutchison. And I said, if you're not going to give it to Will Anderson on, on the numbers he compiled last year, then just stop giving out the award. Kind of amazing he didn't win that. It really is. It, just it, how good he was and how dominant he was a year ago. It was a disgrace. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, not not the best uh, job by the voters on that no. one. Uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to some conference odds. You know, we're going to start in the Big Ten because we know that's near and dear to your heart of all. Uh, the, the Ohio State Buckeyes who you have already said on this show are pretty clearly in the top two going into the year. Yeah, I think they're they're the number two, clear number two, and I think Alabama's a clear number one. I think the Buckeyes roll this division. Um, you can get odds. I see right now, Jeff, uh, what is this, through MGM? This is MGM. This is to win the conference. They're minus 250. Yeah, I've seen odds that are as low as $2. Still a high price. I would probably look at the Buckeyes season win total um, depending on the price, that, that's the one thing. The, the odds to win the conference have gotten ridiculously high at minus 250. Wouldn't you just look for a 10.5 on the on the Buckeye season win total? It's gone to 11 now in a lot of places. Would you bet the 11 or I no? would. Because they're, they're, they're not going to lose two games. So you're looking at a scenario where you're potentially out of a push or you win. Now, the one thing with the conference odds is you can win it outright. You don't even have to pay attention to the first three games of the season. doesn't matter what happens with Notre Dame. So that's why I like the conference odds. Um you know, uh, this one, is this the Pet MGM at minus yes. 205 at yeah. 10.5? I would take that over. It's a little bit better odds, but um, still, again, you're laying a high price. Looking at that schedule, assuming they beat Notre Dame the first week of the season, where is the loss? Seriously, where is the loss here? Uh, because Michigan State's going re- to regress pretty heftily. Well, they played a close game against the Buckeyes last year for uh, about the first second of the game. Yeah. 49 nothing at the break. Yeah, they, they lasted very, very well there. Uh, but on the road at Penn State, which will likely be the whiteout game. Yep. Uh, I I don't see it. I don't think Penn State is good I, good enough. I think Penn State missed their opportunity last year. They, if they were going to do anything they needed to do last year and uh, ended up failing at that pretty easily yeah. when it was all said and done. Uh, they're not losing at Northwestern. They're not losing in Maryland and getting Michigan at home this year after Harbaugh finally got his win against Ohio State. That 12 and 0 is, I, I, I think I'm with you. I think I'd find an 11. Yeah. Get the, don't have to lay all that juice. You're laying over $2 juice on over 10 and a half. I don't see a loss here. I think it's 12 and 0 for the Buckeyes. And not only that, to your point about the Michigan game, remember when Ohio State wanted to enact revenge against Clemson? They, they absolutely crushed them in that game in in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. And let me tell you right now, the focal point in Columbus has been the Maison Blue. Not surprising. No. Not surprising at all on, on that. Uh, the if, you're, if we're just, if there were someone that put out a market, and I wish someone would do this. Um, well, actually, it's kind of hard to do because, of course, the, the Big Ten title game is not a true one, two, because Correct. of the division still. Right. But who do you think is the second best team in that conference? I would say Michigan. Still them. I, I think yeah. just because of what they bring back uh, offensively overall. Um, I think when you look at Penn State, I have some concerns with them. Uh, Wisconsin, listen, outside of the one year with Russell Wilson where they went to the Rose Bowl and lost to Oregon, they've never had quarterback play. You know, Ohio State for, for decades didn't have quarterback play until Ryan Day got there and they started getting – Haskins and, and Fields and and now C.J. Stroud. But to me, if Wisconsin could ever get a quarterback, watch out for them. I was going to be really good defensively. Um, they could potentially get to a Big Ten title game, but I, I just don't think they have the offensive firepower to keep up with some of these other higher caliber teams. Yeah, I just, again, the, the collection of quarterbacks, Ohio, or excuse me, uh, well, Ohio State before the last few years was not, not, not ideal. What Wisconsin has done is just you legitimately had a bunch of bad quarterbacks there. yeah absolutely and it, there are a few years where if you had even reasonable quarterback play probably going 11 to 1 maybe even making a college football playoff pack 12 real quick usc is the betting go ahead Amal. oh go ahead i'm yeah. sorry yeah uh usc is your betting favorite two to one utah's plus 250 oregon's three to one everyone else is double digits utes kyle whittingham best coach in the league they're gonna win this conference i didn't even have to ask you and it and it, it you know the after last year and I just want to I want to I want to tee this to Oregon real quick. Yeah. Because last year, 
where I thought Utah was, I thought they were, I thought they were a good team. I didn't think they were close to being a great team. I thought they were a good, solid football team that was well coached because they have a great coach. For Oregon last year, that I thought was a quarterback away from actually being top three in the country. I would agree. And to see Oregon last year, again, the Stanford game was nonsense that they lost that. That was total nonsense. And I'm not even certain it was their fault because that game shouldn't have even gotten to overtime. But the fact that the two games against Utah were so non-competitive. Yep. How can you bet Oregon at 3-1? to one? Because even if they get to the Pac-12 title game here in Vegas, you want to take them with a new head coach against Utah or USC? And I know USC is a new coach. USC is more talented. Utah significantly better coached. I don't want anything to do with a number that short on the Ducks. Yeah, here's the thing, though, why you would take Oregon. Because they're going to win the North, and they're going to get to the title game. Sure. So you're, you're just taking a number in yeah. that regard. That, yeah, and then I you, understand and that. And then argument. you hedge off when you get to the title game. But I'm with you, Jeff. I agree with you. Every argument you made there. Uh, Utah finishes season 9-2 and two in their last 11 games. They got off to a bit of a rough start. Cam Rising took over in that San Diego State game. They sent it to overtime. He, he was not playing in the first half. Um that was Brewer initially, but I, I got to tell you, Jeff, what what I don't like with Utah coming into the season, they lost that game to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. If they win that game, the national perception of them coming into the season mm-hmm. is different. They played an amazing game. They just got beat by two first-round draft picks that are top 10 players in Stroud and JSN. Yeah, no, I, no, no argument on that. Utah's win total is nine. They have to go to the Swamp the first week. They get San Diego State at home. I think nine, nine, nine and three feels right for Utah, so I don't think there's a bet on that win total. Amal, this was fun. It was a ton of fun. I always enjoy it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Very quick three hours for us. Holden Kushner and James Salinas take you to the next four here on VEASAN. Have a good afternoon, everyone. Good luck on your bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.